Hello, hello, and welcome to this four-day series where we are going to walk through the Success Habits Workbook and where I'm going to help you really kickstart the new year. Side note, this is a series that I hosted live last year when I was actually in quarantine with COVID, so you'll hear me sound a little weird, but... Other than that, um, the series was such a success that I wanted to do it again this year. And there's a little behind the scenes effort here as well, because the thing is, I am taking off a lot of the time mid-December until mid-January. So I'm recording this in November because I am prepping for a really easy beginning of the new year. So I thought, you know what, last year I created something that was amazing So many people got so much success out of my Success Habits Workbook. Why not launch this as a four-day series where I can really, you know, help you break old habits, kickstart new, and turn it into actual action. So if you want to know more about this series, have a listen, obviously, the upcoming days. And also make sure that you go and grab your workbook through fastforwardimmy.com forward slash success habits. Have a happy listen and especially have a happy new year. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward Amy Show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. Good morning, and welcome to the Success Habits Live series. I'll be hosting this every morning this week, um, and we're going to go through four days of Success Habits because I created a workbook a few weeks ago. The workbook has been downloaded a lot and in these short morning episodes I'm going to workshop through those uh, with you. So today I'm going to try and keep it short and sweet because I already produced a bunch of podcast episodes about these habits where I explained a a lot of the theory. I downloaded my Success Habits workbook. Uh, My ink was gone by the first page so hopefully if you printed it out I look better there. Uh, It's a 21 page workbook. You can grab it through fastforwardamy.com forward slash success habits and you can download it in your own language, be that Dutch or English, assuming you speak English. And these past couple of weeks, um, I've published already three podcast episodes about um, about my health, so about your health, actually. I published that last week. That was the third part of the series. First part of the series was about your money habits to make more and save more in 2022. And then uh, the middle episode was about your big-ass targets. And this week, we're publishing the fourth part of the series, which is going to be all about um, your business habits for the new year, actually. So what we're going to be doing this week, this is the first week of January, and I know that you're probably feeling really overwhelmed, but also really excited about the new year, but you might not know where to start. Now, a while ago, I was writing a list. Um, this I did this because it was an assignment from my friend and coach, Sarah, and she told me, you really need to make a list of Billy of what you want and don't want in a guy in the future. And it wasn't because I started dating, but it was really important for me to just sit down and think about what I wanted and what I didn't want. And when I started writing that list, I wrote a bunch of things and I wanted that person to have respect for their body. I want that person to laugh a lot and be adventurous. I want that person to be ambitious. I want that person to have a good relationship with money. And as I was writing all of those things, Also, by the way, there were things on the list I'm not going to share here. (laughs) As I was reviewing the list, I realized that the key characteristics of that person are things that I should have myself. I have to be the guy I want to marry because how are you ever going to attract someone you want if you don't display those things yourself? So 
I need to have a lot of respect for my body. I need to have a good relationship with money. I want to be adventurous and laugh a lot. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I created this guide. Because you might be looking at other people or you might be thinking, I want to surround myself more, more with successful people. Okay, but what does success look like to you? When I look at success, uh, when I look at wanting to become my own most successful version, um, I think of things like, uh, for example, someone who is happy, someone who laughs a lot. I think of someone who is healthy, you know, someone who works out a lot, who goes for spontaneous walks in the woods, um, someone who is wealthy, who has money, but who doesn't always have to work for money, but has like passive income where money like regenerates more money. Um, someone who has respect for people in their environment. There are so many different things that come up, but for me, a lot of the things that come up are someone who is happy, someone who is healthy and someone who is wealthy. So those are those big stepping stones. I'm actually going through my workbook. So here uh, in the workbook that you can grab through the link in my bio or just going through fastforwardsamy.com forward slash success habits, you can see that the first part is about defining success. What does success look like to you? And then what is your own definition of success? And I ask you in the guide to summarize it in one paragraph. And for me, um, I have my own mantra actually. And it's like, um, I am happy, healthy and wealthy. Life is easy. I get anything I want. I have a tendency to make things really difficult, uh, so I don't want to do that. So that's why in my mantra, I say, I'm happy, healthy and wealthy. Life is easy. I get anything I want. So you can create your own summary. You can create your own mantra. But one of those things that comes back, and that's what we're going to be talking about today shortly, like we're going to do this in like 15 minutes or something, is your money habits. Um, people say so often money doesn't make you happy. And while that might be true, um, not having enough money definitely can make you really unhappy and money is important. My cat is just ruining my Christmas tree as we are speaking. Uh, he's very excited I'm downstairs now, but I'm not playing with him, so. <laughs> my cat is very cute, but also very exhausting. Um, so what we want to do is for the new year, you want to look at three money habits you want to focus on for the new year. And when we're doing that, I want to take you backwards to some things I did when I was um, only just starting out creating a good relationship with money. So top money habits uh, when you're getting started with no money habits. Um, first up, maybe tell me which money habits you already have. Um, for example, I used to, from the age of 16 or something, I used to always write down what I was spending. Just anything I was spending, I would write it down. Then when I was actually making money, when I was working as a personal trainer, I <laughs> I um, I used to write down everything I was making. On the daily, I would just write down every client I saw. I would write down, okay, this client paid me so much, this client paid me so much. And at the end of the month, I would see my cash total for that month. And I loved just actually like counting it up every day so I knew on average how much money I was making every day. I like that. Uh, and it was good because then I was focused on actually what was coming in instead of what was co going out. Now, one of the things that really made a difference for me is um, when I started realizing I had to fix my relationship with money because it was really bad, I read someone um, that actually told me, no, I read somewhere that someone said you have to create a 1000 euro buffer in your house to get rid of the scarcity you feel around money. So I decided when I was just like making money as a personal trainer, like, okay, I'm going to do that. And I started, I created this envelope that I kept in my room and I started just saving up money 
and every time like I was going to the grocery store or whatever I was just trying to put as much money on the side as I could and just stuffing it in an envelope until I had 1000 euro buffer in my bedroom and that felt really great to me because I hadn't had that much money in a really long time or maybe maybe ever and it felt really good to just be able to physically hold it and it kind of broke through these limiting beliefs I had in my brain about there never being any, any money, there never in, being any safety or buffer surrounding money. So I did that. Um, and then I, I started changing a bunch of things but it kind of really depends on where you're starting out today. Now why am I doing this live? I can imagine that at the end of the year, you looked at your money, for example, and you thought, wow, maybe I'm not as far ahead as I thought I was going to be this year with money. I thought I would have more money. I thought I would have saved more money. But the only way you're going to be doing that is if you decide today, this week, that you're actually going to be doing that this year. So what is your money goal for this year? And this doesn't have to be a business goal. It can just be a private goal. For me... Um, I actually still also have to kind of define this goal, but let's do that. One of my money goals for this year is to um, be able to cover my private living expenses with passive income. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet. I have not spent nearly enough time in um, like looking at money like from a private aspect. Uh, I've looked a lot of the finances of my business, but not enough um, on the, the, the private side of things. So by the end of this year, I would love to be able to support myself from revenue that actually comes from the like money generating revenue itself instead of coming from my business. I want to create your top three money habits with you. You will see that it's part one of the success workbook is where we are going to look at your money habits. And I want to know which three money habits you want to focus on in 2022. Now, the first one I would suggest for you is to just simply create an abundant relationship with money. That can be the goal of that habit. And what I did is stuffing the envelope with cash. I recommend that. Um, something else you can do is switching how you think about spending money. So for example, when you go to the grocery store and you need to spend money when you're at the cash register and you're thinking like, oh my God, shit, that's so much money again. Maybe switch that around to saying, I'm so grateful that my money um, gets me these groceries. So that's something you can change is always thanking your money. So for example, when I pay wages in my business or bills in my business, I think consciously, sometimes I don't, but I try to really reframe that for myself. I thank my money for allowing me to work with these really great people. Um, I would love to earn money that can support me fully this year. I write down everything that comes in and out. Perfect. Um, okay, so... Those are already really good things. Investing more, cool. So I would start by either creating that money buffer if I had to start all over again. Um, and I would definitely also start thanking my money instead of looking at money as the enemy. I would look at it as a really, really amazing tool that gets me more of what I want. So money gets you more of what you want. Because if you're gonna be hating money the rest of your life, it's never gonna work out. Okay, cool. So. That's your first habit. I, I hope you've already written down your first habit that serves to feel more abundant about money. Feeling more about abundant about money could also be that you write down what is coming in. Even if it's just at the end of the month, you're one paycheck, you write it down, just like make it very visual. Or maybe you work 20 days a month and you think, okay, that paycheck at the end of the month, that means that every day I make this much. Like just by the work you've done, you write down like, actually I've already earned this amount this month. Okay. 
I have a terrible relationship with money. This sounds dumb, but I don't hold value to it. Um, do you want to change it? Is actually the question. Because you can have a terrible relationship with money, but how is that going to benefit you? I think having a terrible relationship with money has no benefits. Whereas having a good relationship with money has a lot of benefits. Because when you have a good relationship with money, you won't lose energy thinking about it. Uh, it will inherently also get you more of what you want. Um, and the, the saying, like, if you say, I don't hold value to it, it's kind of like when someone says, I hate money, then I perceive that as money is going to hate you right back. Because it's like being in a really bad relationship. If you treat someone really badly, that person is going to treat you badly. Too. So first we've kind of altered our mindset. Now we are more abundant about money. And the next step is that we want to make sure that we actually have more money. And having more money um, can happen by us making sure that we are actually saving more money or just having more money left at the end of the month. And one of the... <clears throat> sorry about the coughing and all of that. One of the best ways you can do that is actually by starting to spend only 90% of what you have instead of 100%. And what you can do is you can set up a um, an extra bank account with a different bank or a savings account and redirect 10% of your income the moment it comes on your um, on your bank account. Now, if you're a business owner and everything just goes to the same account, even when your um, corporation allows you to work with the same bank account for your private expenses as well as your business expenses, I don't recommend you do that. I would recommend you kind of split that up. And then I would still make sure that you know that you're actually paying yourself a wage so you know this is the money I can spend on private expenses, this is the money I can spend for my business. And if you are giving yourself a paycheck or you're getting a paycheck for someone else, make sure you set up a direct deposit in your bank. Every bank does this and redirect 10% of your income the day it comes in or the day after to a different savings account so that by default, you are saving 10% of your income. It is really easy. You won't notice it because 10% is not enough for you to notice. It's almost like this is going to sound weird and I explain more in episode 108 of the Fast Forward Amy Show, but if you can make do with 100% of that, you can make do with um, 90%. So like, kind of like just delete 10% and put it on the, on the sides. And user says, I need to stop thinking every time I fill up my shopping cart, I deserve this, I work hard. Because you don't need it, you just buy stuff for the feeling. Yeah, you're looking for dopamine. You are better off going, like, maybe buying a sex toy one time and just going to bed. And you should actually just have an orgasm or something. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. You should have more sex, probably. Um, we, it's kind of, sorry. <laughs> These are things we do because we want to experience an energy rush. We want to feel good. So we think we've worked so hard. We feel so bad now. Now we deserve something good. So that that means you're looking for low, like those fast energy hits, you know? Um, but when you actually get used to saving money so that you can start investing money and you can see the money becoming more and more, that is going to give you an energy rush too. The only difference is one thing is instant gratification. So immediately spending money is really fun because you get something back for it. But there's a second layer to it. The second layer is that you are fucking up yourself and you know this and it's kind of addictive to stay in that chaotic self-destructing structure. So you probably actually like living on the edge a little bit because you're more used to that chaos 
of just like being bad with money or spending all your money than you like being uh, so responsible because you're probably already so responsible in so many areas of your life with your kids, with your clients, with your business, all of that, with your household, that you kind of like living on the edge in that other area where you like just spending the money because then you have something to go and fix and be responsible about again the next day. So um, that's because you're more comfortable in the chaos and in the self-destruct than you would be when everything would be really fine. Um, so one of the first things everyone who is listening today should definitely do is open your bank account and look at how much is in your bank account and know that when you really want to spend that money but you don't have it uh, or you shouldn't be spending it on it, maybe make it a goal for yourself to fill up that envelope or fill up a, um, an extra savings account. But it really helps when it's physical. Now there's an extra Christmas ornament that Billy is playing with. Uh, he never does this. It's just now that I'm going live, I'm doing this. I already said about having that positive mindset when you spend money, but actually there's a saying, I put it in my guide, it's called arigato. So you actually thank your money whenever you spend it. That's a really big one. But I think what's more of a thing for us is the money habits that I was just talking about is how can you make saving money exciting? How can you make being responsible with money exciting instead of just always spending it all? I think making it exciting can start by you just listing out three things you're going to be doing with your money. So, for example, it could be um, setting up that direct deposit, creating a buffer of 1,000 euros physically or pounds or whatever in your house. That is going to teach you you are responsible with money. You can hold on to money because you've probably taught yourself that you are very irresponsible with money and money will always be gone and you will never have more money. So if you can actually counter that thought by having it, that's really going to help you. It's also why a lot of people who were poor um, in their earlier days still keep a lot of cash in their wallets, even though we're living in an almost cashless society, because they don't want to feel poor anymore. So it's actually about countering those poor thoughts. So whenever you want to... Um, spend money or get your bank account to zero or minus zero again. Think about that. Seeing a direct deposit is good. Uh, how do we grow it? Yeah, that's all of my content. Um, need to learn how to save money. Okay, so journal about why you spend money. Um, one of your habits, if you choose top three habits for the year, could also be before you spend anything, you wait a day. Before you spend anything that is not um, a basic life thing like food, you can just say, I'm going to sleep on it for a night. Uh, and if you're saying, I don't want to do that, it's probably because you know that after a day, you're not going to want to buy it anymore. It's like with, you know, dieting, they say, don't eat it now, just postpone it. With buying stuff, it's the same way. So earlier this week, I was, I had gone shopping and I had walked into one store and I saw a really nice coat and a scarf and I put it on and I liked it. But I also thought, you know, that's a blue coat and I just bought a purple coat. And I really, really liked it, but I also knew, like, is this going to really change my life for the better? Probably not. So I said, okay, I'm going to go to the different shops. I'm going to walk around more. And if by the end of this trip, I'm still thinking about the coat, I'll come back here, grab the coat, and I'm allowed to buy it. And I'm very abundant with money. I've, I've taught myself a lot about money. I've learned a lot about money. 
Um, but it doesn't mean that I have to spend it all because it's also by not spending that you actually have money. So I also don't just spend everything. Um, I still think about it. There's a difference between um, life improving assets versus things that are gonna actually disappear after a while. So for example, getting your nails done, after a while that disappears, like after three weeks, they break down and it disappears. Whereas going to the gym, for example, your gym membership might be a life improving asset because you're actually bettering your health. Healthy food is also increasing your health. So you can just look at what is actually, well, if you're saving a lot of money, you should definitely um, start splitting that up into percentages of actually investing money so you can make more of it because your money on the bank is actually just like you're losing as it's there. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be saving because a lot of people are like, you shouldn't save money because it's not giving you anything in the bank, so blah, blah, blah. But then it's still better to have cash than to not have cash, right? So um, I think it's about where you want to go. So if you want to have an abundant money mindset, it's also because you want to cultivate a mindset that gets you more money. Uh, but you also want to save money. So find that balance. And for the time being, I would recommend to anyone who hasn't downloaded my Success Habits workbook, go and download it through fosteritamy.com forward slash success habits. In the guide, you can write down um, the three different habits you're going to be focusing on. And I would love if you were watching, you would just comment one habit you already know that you're going to be doing. Is it creating a money buffer? Is it thanking your money when you're going to spend it? Is it writing down how much you're making every day? Is it um, redirecting 10% of your income? Let me know and then I'm going to go and I'm going to rest a bit more. I should have stayed in my bed. But I didn't want to miss this and I'm happy I didn't miss this. Although I could have done this life way better. <laughs> the money buffer. Okay. I highly recommend the money buffer. I actually want to do it my again myself. It just really helps to have that buffer. Uh, because it really gives you that feeling of abundance. And it also teaches you that you can actually make that happen. You don't have to just like go and get it from the bank or whatever. Just actually make it. Fill it up with um, money you have left from the grocery store. And like put it in there. Okay, um, thank you all for showing up. Let me know what the money habits are you're going to be focusing on. Writing, Write down all the things in the top three money habits parts of the success habits guide. And tomorrow I will be back to talk to you about um, what your daily habits are that are going to get you to success this year versus what you should be spending less time on. So like what you should be spending more and less time on. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.